0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, good morning, and it's Friday. Oh, my God. I tell you, time flies when you're having a great time, and I've been having an amazing time with you early in the morning, sharing some impact points with you about the prophetic and how it works and things to look for and how to guard yourself. And so it's very important that we be informed. To be informed is to be forewarned and forearmed. And so I I love everyone enough that I want you to be informed, to be equipped, to know how to come up against the enemy. So today I'm going to come to a conclusion on this particular subject, unless God speaks to me otherwise over the weekend but I want to give you some few last things to think about concerning the prophetic because we need to be empowered with information from above so that we can be equipped. You know, we talk about boot camp. We talk about continual education. Trust me, nurses have to go through continual education just because Um, they've gone through school, they have their license, they have to put in so many hours a year to keep up to date with information. Same thing with real estate. You have to keep in up to date with new information when it comes to real estate. So what makes us think that we don't have to stay up to date with new information when it comes to Um, the prophetic and the apostolic and um, it's so very important that we do. And so I just want to encourage you today, please take down notes, share, 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 go back and listen. The things that I'm going to give to you today are practical things, but they're things that we need to hear again. So go once again, go get Bible, paper, and pencil, Let someone know that I'm on Facebook Live, also coming to you from Mighty Wind Broadcasting Network, where you can always go back. You don't have to wait for a memory to come up on Facebook, but you can always go back and look at this information. Good morning, Jennifer. Thank you for being with me once again. And if you're interested in going to the prophetic school, because I... I've just given you the the minimum basics of the prophetic and the things that you need to know. It will be online. Um, It will be in another format. It will be exclusive to those that believe that they have a prophetic call on their life or are apostles or even prophets. And you say, hey, I need a refresher course, just like they get in real estate school. But If you are not a leader of your own church, I will need a permission slip from you, from your leader, saying that it's okay that you attend the school, all right? I will be right back with you. And let's get ready to rock and roll, all right? Okay, I'm ready to get started, ready to rock and roll. Once again, this is a fabulous Friday, fantastic Friday. I am so excited about today and what God is doing. And so we're going to bring this to a conclusion um, today, unless God gives me other instructions you know, for the future in reference to this, but this information is very vital. I was listening to some other programs and they're, they're talking about the prophet, the prophetic and talking about um, prophecies that have gone forth. And one of the critical things that the person asked when they were talking about prophecies that have gone forth, they talk about the doom or the um the repercussions of disobedience can it stop yes it can stop the word of god says if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray then he will heal the land amen and so we have been praying not just myself but there are flames of fire all over this world of people interceding and praying because that's the only way that this is going to stop. All the, the, you know, we talk about the virus. It's a plague, okay? And it's not the first time that a plague has come up on the, um, the United States, okay? Or upon this world. Plagues have come up on... Um, this world for multiple, multiple reasons. Amen. And so we need to be informed, we need to be careful, and we need to be aware. And we need for, to be warned is to be forearmed. Amen. Praise God. So we we talked yesterday. Yesterday was a very interesting day. And so today I'm going to pick up with some things that we need to know um, about how to live a prophetic life, and that is very critical. That we need to know what are the requirements. I mean, what will it take for us to live a prophetic life? Amen. And so, please take notes. And it says you must be determined to live holy <laughs> and to live a se- and separate ourselves from many people and things. You have to, if you really want to hear God clearly, you have to fix it in your heart that I'm going to live a holy life. What does it mean to live a holy life? That you're not going to do what everyone else is doing. That means that you're not going to watch X-rated movies. That means that you're not going to drink alcohol. You know, people say, well, it's not a sin you can drink alcohol. But, you know, drinking alcohol, I don't care what anyone says, it distorts your thinking, your mood. And I want to be, and we should all want to be, um, we want to be fully aware and sensitive to hear Him, Holy Spirit when He is speaking to us. So we really want to be careful. And so we want to live holy. And we want to watch our mouth. We want to watch our actions. Remember, I've said this before, and I will continue to say it. Amen? That um, we are living epistles read up by men. People are watching you. And you don't do it for show because we know people are watching us. Because we serve a God that sees. He sees all things, He knows all things. So He knows what you're doing behind closed doors, amen? So you have to be determined, I'm gonna live a holy life. If they're going to these concerts and the lyrics and some of the songs that they are singing is just ringing my ears, is not conducive, you say, hey, I, I got virgin ears and I don't wanna hear that, okay? I don't want to see those things. I don't want to see people um, making out in the bed in movies. I want to live holy. Now, you can live holy. Don't go to the extreme, okay? Because you don't want to be so holy that you're no earthly good, okay? You want to be all things to all men. And so you have to use wisdom. You have to have balance in your life. You have to have balance. I said that again. You have to have balance in your life and allow the Holy Spirit to lead and guide you. And so you want to separate yourself into those things which will defile you. Amen. And that's unfit for a prophet, unfit for a child of God to partake in. Amen. And so this is one of the things that you need to do that's going to help you to walk in the prophetic. You want to prof- have a prophetic lifestyle, a spontaneous lifestyle, write that down. If you're making comments, make that, write that word down, spontaneous. You want to have a spontaneous, being able to do in any given moment. If God says do it, do it. I used, we used to always say when we were doing programs in the church, the order of the service is subject to change according to the leading of the Holy Spirit. So you may have plans for one thing, but God has a plan for something else. You say, Well, why does he switch up like that? Because you don't always, not that you're the enemy, but you don't always tell the enemy your plan and what you are doing. And so you have to spontaneous do things um, to keep his guard, you know, to catch him off guard, okay? And he doesn't know which way you are coming. Good morning, Yvette. It's good to have you. So we want to have spontaneous ways of life. We must move in liberty and freedom. You know, liberty and freedom. Wherever the spirit of the Lord is, guess what? There's liberty. There's freedom. You are not bound up. Bound up. You are not congested with man's way of doing things. You're not bound up with um. Um, trying to please man. You want to be free. Free to say what it is that you want to say. Free and, and not feel uncomfortable when you're with your friends. Free if you want to intercede and pray. Free if you want to say your blessing when you go out to eat. <laughs> A lot of people don't pray when they go out to eat, but then there are those that do. And guess what? It catches people's attention. I know when I go out to eat and I see a family sitting at the table, or an individual, or two people, however many people, I am just so blessed to see that they have boldness to be able to do that out in the open. And so many of us need to be able to have the liberty and the freedom to be able to do it out in public. Don't be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Don't be ashamed. You know, I've started wearing t-shirts that talk about Christ and, 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 and having the cross on it and saying that I'm saved by grace. You know, I yes, I, I mean, I live a lifestyle, but it's nothing like being a billboard. You know, we see billboards all over the place. People pay thousands and thousands of dollars for billboards. And, you know, they used to have billboards of uh, of cigarettes and, and alcohol. And, and so I'm a billboard for Christ. My God. Thank you, Lord God. That Holy Spirit just dropped that in my spirit. I'm a billboard for Christ. So n- not only are you able to look at my life and see that I'm a child of God, I got a sign on me. I got a cross on me. I don't do the cross with Jesus on the cross because he's not on the cross, amen? He has risen. But the cross is symbolic. And, And let me say this too, is that we don't need to stop at the cross. We need to go to the power of the resurrection. So don't stop at the cross. There's more to the cross than the cross itself. There is the power of the resurrection, amen? And so we want to have a prophetic lifestyle is one set on pleasing God and not man. Who will you serve this day? Will you serve God or will you serve man? You want to please God. Whatever pleases God, that's what you want to do. You know, there, there are people who hang out, you know, uh, okay. There are people who do things, you know, and, and are friends with individuals whose lifestyle is not pleasing unto God. Amen. And we need to love everyone. We need to be able to minister to everyone. Jesus sat with the sinners. How else are you going to minister to them if you don't sit with them? But that doesn't mean that you need to walk with them. <laughs> they don't need to walk with you. Jesus had his 12 disciples, <laughs> my God. And then he had three who were in his inner circle. And so he he sat with them, but he didn't walk with them. My God, that that'll preach y'all. He sat with them, but he didn't walk with them. So who's walking with you? And so you have to be able to minister to individuals, amen. And do what is pleasing unto God. What's pleasing to God? Get in his word and find out. Get in his word, and you'll realize and you see. That is pleasing to God when I give to those that are hungry, when I feed those that are, are, are hungry, those that are naked, I clothe them. That is pleasing unto God. When, when I love my neighbor as myself, that's pleasing unto God. And if you get into an argument with someone, it doesn't matter who's right or wrong. Be quick to, to ask for forgiveness. You say, well, I didn't do anything wrong. Well, that's okay. It doesn't matter. Be quick, because then it's left on that individual to come to themselves. I've I, i, I have, I've had situations in my own life, and you may have had them as well, where you've had to say, you know what? I forgive you. And, and I'm sorry that I offended you in any kind of way, um, but just be quick to forgive. Amen? Praise God. So you want to come against the grains and ordinary and, life ex- and live extraordinary. My god. You want to go against the grain. So going against the grain is not doing what everyone else is doing. Woo, my god. Can you think of anything right now that, people, that where you are going against the grain so that you can live extraordinary? I'll say that again. Are you doing anything that's going against the grain so that you can live an extraordinary life? Are you, what, what is it? If, if If you can share it, share it and post it. You know, so those that are coming along can read it. Give me some hearts and let me know if this is touching your heart, my God. Give me some hearts, give me some thumbs up. Let me know that this is touching you, amen. And share, 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 share this word. Share because it is a very powerful, powerful word. Amen. So remember, um, you want to go against the grain, the um, the grain of the ordinary so that you can live an extraordinary life. My God, the prophetic lifestyle is one of risk. Are you a risk taker? Are you willing to take a risk? That's mm. a question you have to ask yourself. What well, would you say? What, what do you mean by that? One must be willing to follow God by taking risks. Many times prophetic prophetically means the cutting edge. Are you willing to be on the cutting edge? God may drop something into your spirit prophetically. Are you willing to release it and stand on it, even if nobody else is saying it? Nobody else was baptizing people except for John the Baptist. He was on the cutting edge. My God. And so... And people talked about him um there were rumors about him. They thought he was a wild man because he ate um because of what he wore and the things that he was doing. Are you willing to be on the cutting edge if God tells you to wear t shirts all the time? are you willing to be on the cutting edge? I have a friend every time you see her, she has on white, and I had the the pleasure of being a roommate with her one time and she puts white things over her over her um over the um bed that she's going to lay in that's cutting edge my god she's doing something that i've never seen anyone else do and recently not recently but in the last couple of years i got the revelation and what she was doing, because you don't know what people are doing in those hotel rooms when you go stay in the hotel. My God! And so she was covering her bed with purity. My God! I, I, that's the revelation I get. I don't know if that's her definition or her meaning or why she does what she does by putting white and wearing white. But anyway, she was she was covering. She was covering it with purity and whiteness. My God! And so are you willing to be on the cutting edge? My God, that, you know, cutting edge, coming up with new things, doing something different out of the ordinary so that you could be extraordinary. That's a part of being on the cutting edge. Maybe God tells you to, um, I, You can you think of something? that that you would do or you're doing that's on the cutting edge. Maybe it's a ministry. Maybe it's a name of a ministry. Maybe it's something that you do. Here's a cutting edge thing. A lot of churches um, have more reverence for the building, the brick and mortar where they go to church, and they don't want you to have any coffee, anything to drink, or any anything. In the church, I say any, anything, any coffee, any donuts, any soda. They don't want you to have those things in the church. I went to a church in Aspen, Colorado, and it was a cutting-edge church. They had food that they were giving the people um, before they went into the service, and you say. Well, they're just doing that to lure the people in. That's all right. Guess what? In order for you to catch a fish, don't you have to have bait on the fish? Hook? Come on. you know. So you be on the cutting edge. Do something different. If you want something um, different to happen in your ministry, you need to do something different. So bring in the fruit. Bring in the fruit. Bring in the pastries. Bring in the coffee. Bring in the orange juice. Do something that's on the cutting edge. And okay. so your cleaning team has to go through and wipe off. You teach them how to respect the house. Don't leave your trash and your cup in different places. But uh, trust me, if they do it in the church, they do it at home. So when you pray, you need to learn how to, to pray appropriately for that, that they will respect their house. Amen. So be on the cutting edge. Don't just agree with what other people are doing. My God, um, don't all you don't always know how God is moving with you, but your discernment, but must be sharp enough to follow Him swiftly. Woo, my God, swiftly! You don't want discernment. You, that's why the gift of discernment needs to be alert and needs to be elevated. It needs to be escalated. Uh, It needs to be lifted up. Discernment is so very important for you to have in your life so that you can see and understand. Good morning, Terry. Thank you for being on with me this morning, my God. And so um, make sure that you share this. If this is your first time coming on, please let me know where you're tapping in from so that I can give you a Uh, a shout out, amen. Um, we've had people from the Philippines and from um, from Dubai on here. And it's just really, really a blessing. Amen. And so, um, discernment. <laughs> let, me, let me read this again. You cannot always know how God is moving among you, but your discernment must be sharp enough to follow him swiftly. Don't get stuck and in, in, in complacent in things that you've always done. You know, see, so we've always had church the way we've always had. I I, I released the word before um, the well, just as the pandemic started. I released the word and said we had all been prophesying, not really understanding fully what we were saying. And saying we were not going to have church as usual. And that is so very true. We are not having church as usual. And we had no idea that churches would not, would be shut down, that we would start having churches on the internet, that we would have church in the the parking lot that we would have churches in different places, but we were coming out of the brick and mortar. God has been trying to get us out of the four walls of the church and go into the highways and the byways and to minister to people. Amen? Not just going into the parking lot, but going into the Starbucks and sitting there. When I do the prophetic training, sometimes I'll have them people go into Starbucks and sit and see if God will draw you to someone in Starbucks and give you the wisdom how to approach them and say something to them and allow the prophetic anointing to be released in their life out of your mouth, my God. And so you have to know that we are not having church as usual, but guess what people are trying to do? They're trying to go back to the way things used to be. I'm sorry, church is not going to go back To the way it used to be. God is doing a new thing. We have all prophesied. We thought, oh, there's gonna be a new way of worship. You know, there's gonna be, no, we're not gonna have church as usual. We're not going to have worship as usual. It's gonna be different. We're gonna go into the highways and the byways. There are people that are coming to the house. We are the house, not necessarily the brick and mortar. But people are going to be coming to us because they need hope. And we are the hope through Christ Jesus that's going to be placed in their midst. My God. I hope that you're hearing that word. My God. So we need to understand um, how discernment, my God, must be sharp so that we can follow God quickly. Don't delay. Don't ponder. If God tells you to do something, do it. If he say jump, just jump. I used to say, say how high? Don't even say how high, just jump. And however you jump, how high, how low you jump is what he wants you to do. So if he say jump, just jump. My God, God is good. Remember, your lifestyle is an open book and God is subject to use your life as a prophetic example, at the at any given time, my God, what a powerful release, my God! God is good. Yes, just do it, just do it, just jump. Okay, Terry, you're from Costa Rica, Costa Rica, Mesa, California. Thank you for being with us. Getting a little tight tongue. Get caught up, amen, in releasing the word. Praise God. So, I, you know, if you have questions at this time, post them and and um, we'll see what the spirit of the Lord has and he what he wants to release to you right now. Um, but this is where I'm going to leave you at right now. Prophetically, there's so much more, so much more that I could release to you when it comes to the prophetic and the importance of what we need to know and how God wants to operate and use us in the body of Christ. You need to be forewarned. You need to be taught. Remember, continual education. You said, well, I've been, I've gone to a prophetic school before. Okay, praise God. But you need to have continual education. Please don't think that you have arrived and you know all things. I'm always constantly learning. We need to be life learners concerning the word of God. Going to a prophetic school and learning is not following someone around. Amen? It is studying it, understanding how to fight that fight and having a prayer life if you've been called to the office of a prophet. And remember, the office of a prophet and one who operates prophetically They're two different things. Just because you are in the prophetic ministry and there should be a a prophetic team in your church and there should be a leader over that team who has um, been given the authority to instruct that team because the local prophet is there to protect the church, to keep the wolves out and to be able to discern What's not in the church should not be in the church. Amen. God is amazing. I want to thank all of you for being with me this week. This has been amazing. This has absolutely been awesome. Amen. I I will leave you, let me leave you with these last few things. Please make a note of them. Um, There are four things. uh, There are five R's that a prophetic person, or prophetic ministry, or a prophet must guard against. I'll leave you with things. Remember, we need to be guard ourselves, and that's rebellion, We're being rebellious. We need to guard ourselves against this. It's a sin against God and His law and others. Amen. Don't you know? Don't ride down the street the wrong way. You know, if if they say drive 55 miles an hour. Don't go 75. you That's being rebellious. So you have to obey the laws of God and you have to obey the laws of man. Amen. The other one is racism. My God, we see a lot of that running rapid in our world today. Racism, uh, prejudice, and thinking of yourself more highly. Now, Granted, we need to think high of ourselves. Don't come out of the basement, okay? And we need to go to the penthouse. But we need to not think more highly of ourselves than we are. Don't think that we're all that in a bag of chips and um, peanut butter and jelly, whatever you want to call it, amen? But don't think more highly of ourselves, amen, than we are. Think high of yourself. Come out of the basement, my God. The other one is religious spirits, forms of godliness, but without God's power. You want to have the power of God, and so you have to guard yourself against that. Rejection, wounds from self-rejection and rejections from others. Let me say this. I've heard this said that Uh, We know that a prophet is one who will separate themselves. I personally don't like, if I'm ministering, I don't like to necessarily be mingling with people. I'm always going to be in praise and worship, always, because to me, that's the most powerful part of the service. And I will smile and I will shake your hand, but I'm not going to sit up and I'm not going to talk to people because they'll tell me their lifestyle And so when the spirit begins to move and flow, then they don't know, did I tell her that? Or is that God speaking to me? So when I come forth with a word from God, I want you to know that you know that it is the spirit of the Lord that is speaking through me to you. Amen? So don't get too familiar with people, but don't put yourself up on a pedestal. Amen? Resentment, the fruit of unforgiveness and bitterness, roots. We have to make sure that we keep ourselves away from unforgiveness and bitterness, the root. We want to keep the root. We want to get it from the root. How many of you know when, you know, yesterday I was looking at my yard as I was coming into my driveway and I saw some weeds. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's time for me to um, put some emergent down. And emergent is what gets to the root of the thing. And so we want to get to the root of a thing. My God. So someone writes down here the five R's. I can't see if you put them all down. But let me repeat to you what they are. Rebellion, um, racism, religious spirits, rejection and resentment. Those are the the five R's that we need to protect ourselves against as a prophet. My God, this has truly, truly been a blessing. Make sure that you share, share, share this information um, so that people can see it. Amen. The highest type of praise. Yes, the highest type of prayer is praise. Yes, it is. Worship you know, we can worship the Lord. And and let's just worship him right now and give him praise and glory and honor. Thank you, Lord God. Father, we just praise you. We exalt you. Father, the highest kind of praise, as as Peter has said, Lord God, is prayer, is praise. And Father, we just exalt you. We give you glory. We give you honor. Father, we lift your name up. Above every name, we thank you for Adonai. We thank you for El, the the strong one. We thank you, Lord God, for Elohim, the all powerful one, the Creator. We thank you for Elroy, the God that sees. And Father, we just thank you for El, El Shaddai, Lord God, Father. We thank you. We thank you for Elohim, Lord God. We thank you for Elohim, who will always be with us, who will never. Leave us nor forsake us. He is always with us. The I am, Jehovah Jireh, my God, the God that provides. Father, we just praise you and we thank you for your grace. We thank you. Ralph, we are praying for you. Your first day back in school, praise God. Mighty teachers, please pray for the teachers all over the world. Some schools have already started and some are getting ready to start. I encourage you to intercede and pray for the teachers, my God. Pray for the children. Pray for the teachers, Lord God. Um, and God will definitely reward you for praying and interceding for them. Amen. So remember, Jehovah Nisi, my God, the Lord is our banner. Jehovah Rapha, Lord God, my God, he is a God who heals. We know that we need healing in our nation today. Release the the anointing, release the word by God. He said his word will not return void, but it will accomplish that which it has been sent out to do. I've been a recipient of God's healing, and you have as well. But he is a God that healeth thee, my God. Hallelujah. Jehovah Rapha, the Lord is my shepherd, and he will lead us and he will guide us into all truth. There's nothing left out of all. So if you want to know some truth, ask him and he will tell you, he will inform you, he will empower you. My God, Jehovah Shalom, the Lord of peace. I've said during this time of teaching about the prophetic, there are times when I pray for people. I don't go through a long dissertation. I just say, peace, peace, shalom, shalom. The peace that destroys the chaos of the enemy. You say the chaos. We think of chaos, my God, as warring, as fighting. But when your body is out of order, it's, there's chaos in the body. My God, there's chaos in the body. If it is coming up against cancer and, and, and lymphoma, it's coming up against the virus, the variants. That's chaos. Chaos is in the body. So we need to decree and declare peace, peace, the peace that destroys the enemy. Amen. Jehovah Tiskenu, the Lord, our righteousness. My God. Guess what? He took our old filthy garments. Woo, glory. I feel the presence of God, my God. Jehovah Tenisiku, my God, hallelujah. He gave our Lord, our God, our righteousness. He took our old filthy garments and gave us a garment of righteousness, which allows us to walk right up to the presence of God. We don't need an intercessor for man. We are able, we have the authority, we have the right and the privilege to go before God for ourselves. So once again, before I close out, my God, I want to say Yah or Yahweh, I am. You can't say what you are without declaring God, I am a teacher. Um, I am a principal. Ralph, you are a teacher. Say, I am. You're declaring who God is. I am. I am is one of God's names. My God. God is so good. Woo, glory to your name. That's right. Good morning, Cynthia. Thank you for being a part. So I am. I am. I am. So declare the word of God in your life. You have the power. You have the authority in your mouth. His word in your mouth is like a hammer. His word in your mouth is like fire. And it consumes anything and everything that's not like God. Praise God. Now, once again, if you are interested, with the permission of your leader, if you are interested in being a part of the prophetic school so that you can go in more depth and being taught about the prophetic please inbox me so that I can share the information with you. Um, I'm not sure how long the class will be. I have to set it up. It's already set up because I already have a school, but I have to see where God wants me to take us because this is a season where we need to be empowered and need to know about the prophetic. Well, I thank you for being with me. Today is Friday. My God, it's been great. I look forward to being back with you on Monday. And I know God will have something miraculous and marvelous for you on Monday. Remember, God loves you. I love you as well. But God loves you more. God bless.